So are we doing boundaries? I think we should. Thank you for listening to the Girls Who Do Stuff podcast. Visit girlswhodostuff.com. You probably shouldn't Google that. Welcome to the Girls Who Do Stuff podcast. If I were to say, I say if you if I text you and I'm like, hey, I'm sending you a Voxer, you don't just go and listen to the Voxer? No, I do not. So that's where, okay, so there's another. I go, okay, when I'm in the car and I have time and I'm not running around I and I'm in a stationary position and I can give it my undivided attention, then I will listen to the Voxer. That is time, a new say. information. Yes. Please check this now. Correct. I will do that. Correct. Yes. And honestly, See, do that, though, that might not I even do it. Right. That might not even help because when, if when it's clients, still on like, start silent. texting me like, hey, could you check your email and respond? I'm like, Ooh, you emailed like not 10 recording. minutes ago. This is not. Yes. I'm recording on here. Just oh, OK. Yeah. And if it's like that, then call. No, because I'm not. Gonna no, answer. you're not going to answer the phone. <laughs> I'm not going to answer. You're like, I've learned this about you. I will say, hey. Do you have time to talk? Because if I call you, you're going to immediately, no, you're going to ignore me and send me to voicemail. And then I'm going to have to text and be like, I promise it's just a quick, please, we need, this will go faster by phone than if we have to go back and forth. And I can totally And that's what we did for the vision board thing. I was like, hey, do you have five minutes? Let's just knock all this out. That is helpful for me. Yes. Okay. The introvert is strong in this I one. don't. I don't know about <laughs> introvert versus just not giving a fuckness. No, because I do give a fuck about people. It's just, I'm like, I can't handle any more. No more coming in. Uh, no. And that is how we know when our boundaries are being violated. Oh, that's such a harsh way to put it. <laughs> Internal like, uh, when you didn't respond to my Voxer, I felt like you violated my boundaries. Well, no, that wasn't a boundary. No, that was a, no. It's her boundary. My that, boundary. Yes. Of, this is my mental and emotional yeah. space, and the phone ringing is invading my mental and emotional space. Yeah, for me, my phone has turned into the device that used to connect me with people that I knew into a work thing. And so now I don't treat the phone. I treat it like it's hostile, like permission to treat the witness is hostile. <laughs> When they get the recorded voicemail thing, you get the the telemarketer people that are like, I'm just like, you're not a real person. If you're a real person, say cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Hang up. You get too many many spam calls. And and now like. Yes, I get so many every day. And I've got, I got three companies for really no good reason. And so I don't know who's (laughs) calling for what. So I just say, hello, this is Joe. Mm -hmm. And then people start in a conversation with me. And I've had to say three times in the last month, which project are you calling in reference to? Yes. (laughs) Is this a podcast, a website? Yes. I'm sorry, because I don't know. Maybe it's time. But they pick up like we've had six conversations about it. And maybe we have. I don't know. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) maybe it's time for you to invest in a like a VOIP system where you can I thought about that. have that Never for podcast carry. No, but then it'll tell you, or you can get a Google voice number for each thing. Yeah, but and then the it'll people tell that you. I know that have Google voice numbers are like, please hold for whatever. And then it just sends you into nothing. Yeah. And you never get to them. Cause I think that's what people do with their business line. Right. They're like, Oh, that's not a thing. I, I don't know. And I, I and know. people have asked me before, cause I have my personal number. It's just my cell phone number. Yeah, like that's the, and we all do that. And I find that more people do that than not. Yeah. Because they're like, you give your personal number out. I'm like, they're going to know when I want to text them anyway, what my personal number is. Yep. Like, yep. 
Why do I make it harder for myself? And part of it is because for me, having been in the hospitals, in the hospital environment working, I either had a pager or a work phone. And so having that separate, like I had the separate business and, and personal Stuff. So you look like the drug dealer walking right. around. Right, multiple. I did not have it clipped to my waist. I was not that guy <laughs> where I had two phones clipped to my waist and things like that. Was I was too cool for that. I had that look in college, but it was because I was a maintenance guy for like <laughs> three different apartment complexes. And so I had three pagers. Yes. Yeah. And, and I was doing something bad. And No, but that's, and because I had that as a, as a way of life, basically for almost, almost 20 years. Like I was super excited when I didn't have to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And because then I was super protective about my personal number. And I remember one day I found it in one of the binders that was like the, at one of the administration binders that like people yep. track. Somebody had given the unit secretary at my job, my personal cell phone number. And I was like, bitch, are you boundaries? What? <laughs> Who wrote, and they wrote it down in a book that said Jenny, saw, and I was like, oh no, this is yep. not okay. If I'm not on call, you do not need to call my work phone. I yep. think this is one of those areas where women have took like 17 steps forward and guys haven't started caring about it yet. Because I can tell you with complete honesty that I've never had a boundaries conversation with a friend of mine as a male to a male. Because like, you don't, don't have talk your about shit. violated. No, that's not entirely true. Y'all don't talk about shit anyways of any significance. But <laughs> there's, you all... there's truth to that. Guys do stuff. Like the difference is if I ask my wife, oh, how was the thing? She's going to tell me who said what and yes. how, the, how it made her feel and stuff like that. Yes. And she asked me, how's the thing? I'm going to describe the things we did. So that's like how brains work for men. Right. Well, well we smoke cigars. We did this. We yeah. did the thing. Oh, how's that person? Oh, that's not what you asked. Right. Because in my mind, the filter is what'd you do? Yeah. And I think also women are expected to not have boundaries and men are, men just have them. And like we are conditioned to. Well, you're giving us a lot of credit. Your argument is that we're so good at boundaries. <laughs> no, no, it's that not we don't have to talk about. No, it. no not, not that you're good, good or bad. That it's society that, has already trained. Yes, you have already. You've. It's already been dictated. That's how it is. And if you say no, uh, then we don't push. We're not supposed to push you if you say I can't do that right now. And then we're supposed to move on. And then, but if a woman says, "Sorry, I can't do that right now," do you think you're going to be able to fit it in? Do you think that, or like we've oh, already yes. trampled all over our expect our own expectations and our own boundaries? The multiple questions afterwards, or mm -hmm. the I'm like, stop it. No is a complete <laughs> sentence. Stop it. No is a complete <laughs> sentence. It was funny. We just had that conversation yesterday on a committee that I'm on, and it was like getting people to be in the alumni Facebook group. And one person is like very much not social media. Da, yep. da, da, da. And they were like, maybe we should ask her again if she'll just create a page, like a separate page. And I was like, wait a minute. Why is this important? Like, why is it important for this person to be in an alumni group on Facebook? Like asking again feels like pushing a boundary and trying to sway if they don't to, want to, they don't want to. And right. then it's their choice. Right. So we also exactly. had this. Yeah, we had a conversation about this in one of the networking groups I'm in that somebody didn't want to join the, whatever the message, I think we're, we're using like group me or something. So they didn't want to join the group me. And then they were getting mad because they weren't getting the information and they felt like they were left out of things. And we're like, but it's your choice. For sure. Like For sure. you can join. And this is where we've decided as a group to host our communication and you're we've invited you in 
Yes, and you've made an active choice. Exactly. Yes, agreed. And so I think at some point there's been a confusion of choices versus boundaries. Well, and I think too it's being, it's really being centered in knowing, am I okay with this choice? Mm -hmm. Because when you are okay with that choice, then you're not going to get upset if, oh, I missed that conversation that happened in there. Mm -hmm. You're going to be like, oh, okay, that conversation happened in there. Let me figure out my way that's in alignment with me Mm. that I can get the information that happened. Versus having an unrealistic expectation that people are going to completely change the way that they're communicating just to accommodate you, the one person who doesn't want to be a part of whatever. If somebody doesn't want to join the Facebook group, like their choice. Totally. Agreed. Then maybe they can ask if someone can just alert them if something is posted in there. They can ask for somebody to do them a salad, but it shouldn't be an expectation. Hey, hey there. This is Sarah Madras of Sarah Madras Coaching. The mission of Sarah Madras Coaching is to build brave leaders who create courageous cultures. At SMC, our team is committed to equipping leaders, businesses, organizations, and teams with the mindset and courage skills to have really complicated conversations that you need to have but have been avoiding. Ready to work with us at Sarah Madras Coaching? Then you can check out our free Facebook group at Brave Leaders Dare to Lead. You can hire us to come in and facilitate trainings and workshops within your organization, or you can do one-on-one coaching and leadership development with me over here at sarahmadras.com. Most business leaders won't get it, but I know you will if you learn to trust your team. Trust is money. I dare you to lead. I have a boundaries Mm -hmm. conversation that I would love to have with you ladies. Let's do it. So I've seen this a lot in the last, I don't know, month or so where people that I know in real life have started taking seriously their social media marketing and it's so disingenuous. Mm -hmm. Like you can just tell, like somebody made them do it. Mm -hmm. They gave credit and somebody to the post, like almost, was it me guys? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody, Somebody made me do it. Thanks to some company, blah, 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 blah. But there is a, I feel like there is a boundaries issue on social media that people haven't addressed as a boundaries issue, which is they've been told that they have to do it. They're just going through the motions and you can tell that it's flat. Like it doesn't feel like them. It's not the person. Oh yeah. yeah. And Mm -hmm. the, what I would like to, I feel like it's a boundaries thing. I would just like to tell people it's okay. Don't do it if you don't want to. Right. Right. (laughs) Well, yeah, I think it goes beyond a boundaries thing. I think it has to do with an alignment thing and a that is a boundary saying that's a boundary for me what is a a boundaries is defined as what is okay and what is not okay and saying no to things that are no not saying yes when it's a no right but my point was going to be that it's more about you have to find the solution like yes to market your business you must be on a social media platform you must if you are a business owner if you are trying to... So maybe podcast carry should get some kind of social media. Let's not even... <laughs> I, but Joe, I see, because I'm like all the time. an established business versus a new business. Right. There's a lot of there's a lot of nuance to this. And there's a lot of... There may be it's some not of, black and white. It's definitely yes. not black and white. But there has to be a... So like 
Because these are non-negotiables for me and my clients. You must have at least a landing page so that you can you can claim your Google My Business listing. You must at least be, have a way to collect email addresses because you don't own your social media. So you must have some way to collect email addresses so that you can stay in touch with your people. And you uh, must have a Google My Business listing. So it's like landing page, email address. Like those are the three non-negotiables. You can use Google My Business the same way that you do use social media. I'm just telling you. Like there's a way that you can do that. So if you're not someone who's going to go on Facebook and make videos, if you're not someone that's going to do TikToks, if you're not someone that's going to do Reels or whatever, like fine, totally. It also has to do with your goals. Do you want to be... You want to grow? What's your bandwidth? There's all these different nuances to the conversation. But I think it's about finding a way to execute a plan that's going to help your business that is also in alignment with who right. you are and your values. And exactly, because that person who's, I don't want to freaking do social media, then don't do it. I'll right. tell you the ones that always get me is the people that point at stuff. And you can just tell the heart ain't in it. Like I feel, I'm, I'm feeling here. really called out I'm right now. I, I was not, I don't think, and I was actually thinking, I was like, you know oh, what, Sarah did a really good job. Very much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on it very much. So no, he's not. You started like whatever doing, comes in the reel, I like scan and judge and then you, I move on. And I, <laughs> and I always know when he's got a new social media client because, hey, I know what is, because we have conversations about it. But like, I also know, oh, he got that contract because then it'll be like, I get a follow request. Like they follow me. <laughs> And then, uh, and I, and it's also, I, then I go and I'm like, oh, and they've also followed all of Joe's other clients. <laughs> yep. So I always know. And it's really asking yourself what is okay and was, what is not okay when it comes to social media. Is it okay? Do you do the pointing thing? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm not but saying why do you bad. Do, but why do you do the pointing thing? <laughs> because Katie tells me to. I, I love that people think they know Facebook's or Instagram's or TikTok's algorithm. Oh. Like I've seen people get really specific. Like if you're doing a post with food, take it so that your face is 20% of the shot. The food is 40% of the shot and the food is in the bottom and your face is in the top. And then you put the words right here and then boom, it blows up. And then you're like, yeah, for you it did. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But that's, yeah, that's what well, I, so if you're I doing about something, the algorithms as far well, as visibility. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck about the algorithm. We're, at, we're talking about fucking boundaries, people. Okay. <laughs> So it goes the back. The algorithm got over your boundary. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tell it, us how you really feel, Sarah. It goes back to what we were talking about before we started recording is, are you doing it for you because you want to? Right. Or are you doing it to appease other people? Well, and I think it, and I think you have to also reconcile that sometimes we do have to do things that we may not want to do, but we have to find a way to be okay with doing them. Well, and it's not even, so to me, when it comes to that, because I was extremely adverse to social media. No. And so. I was not aware of that fact. I had to shift <laughs> my why of, it's right. not about why am I doing. Right. It's why I want to serve on a bigger impact. Yep. I want to have a greater influence. I want to be able to positively impact more people. Yep. And so. Social media is an avenue, a pathway to do. So how can I do that in a way that's in alignment with yep. me and doesn't cross my boundaries of time, energy, authenticity? And so that is how it was, okay, researching who is a person who is in alignment with me. Yep. How is that system where I'm reviewing every single post before it goes mm. out and it has to be approved first to make sure it is in alignment with my messaging? And who I am as a person and how many hours am I willing? So for example, a boundary around that, if Katie sends me 
a thing and is, hey, check this, and it's freaking supposed to post in an hour? Nope. That is a boundaries issue for me. If you want me to check something, this is when I, this is the block of time that I have allotted each week to check social media. Yep. Whatever you need me to check needs to be in there Mm -hmm. before that time because Mm -hmm. I ain't circling back around to that shit until the next week when it's on my schedule again. I actually set those boundaries with my clients because I'll say if you want this content to go out, this is the deadline by which you need to give me this information. So there will be certain things that need to be two weeks ahead of time, three weeks ahead of time. And I put that, I outline that and I'm like, this is our plan. This is what you, this is what you said you wanted. So I'm here to support you and execute this plan. Mm -hmm. And here's what I need from you. And I never go into a client conversation saying, oh yeah, we're going to do all of this for you. You know what I say? You can pay me to follow you around 24 seven. Totally cool. Then you're also going to have to pay for my family to be there. I'm not going to abandon my family to follow you around 24-7. If you'd like me to do that, you can pay for that. That's fine. The reality is I don't follow you around 24-7. Therefore, you have to contribute. And if you want me to execute whatever for your content, if you want to have... It's a partnership. It is a partnership. (laughs) That's why I don't call it social media management because it's not... Like what we do as far as content creation is more than that. But I look at it as a partnership and I'm like, if you supply me with the information I need... Then I'll get your stuff done. If you don't supply it, though, mm-hmm. you're going to have placeholders that are then not going to be reflective of what you've told me your goals are. Right. And then you're violating your own boundaries. Like Correct. you're crushing your own. And that's, I'm here to support you. So there's, but there's only so much. How do you frame up a conversation about boundaries? You know, I was mostly joking about guys not talking. Well, we don't use the vernacular boundaries very frequently. Not with my guy friends. Not that I have a lot of them. 16 <laughs> qualifications later, he gets oh to the question. God. The, uh, how do you have that conversation? Because I feel like I do it very passive aggressively right now. Let me give you an example. I don't mean to, but I feel like it comes across as passive aggressive. My boundaries are like with my phone. I don't respond to your text immediately, clients. And so oftentimes I'll see the text, read it, know the response, and then wait three or four hours. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to give the people the impression that I'm immediately available because next time I often set my phone down and walk away from it for mm-hmm. huge blocks of yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And so I don't like to feel like I'm immediately available to people because I don't want them. I don't want to say you don't want to train them that way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to train them that way or Mm -hmm. similar with phone calls, emails. Oftentimes like somebody asked me to do a quick project. I can do it real quickly, but I don't, or Mm -hmm. I will, I'll put it on the calendar and put it, block it out. Uh, But I don't often communicate with that. So I wondered, I I think it probably comes across as passive aggressive. I don't, but here's the thing. You can actually, set the expectation ahead of time. Like I have an autoresponder on my email that says, this is the reality of what it is to work with me. And I only check my email X amount during the day or I turn the weekend responder on and I'm like, I don't check email on the weekends. And you set it up so that you're not forced to violate. You're not Mm -hmm. forced to crush your own boundaries ahead of time. Like when you have policies and procedures and you set that expectation and don't feel bad about it. Don't feel bad about saying this is okay for me and this is not okay for me and this is why I'm not going to do it. I think that we've just gotten this so ingrained in like, oh, we have to say yes no matter what. Like, no. Life responders enabling. It's just giving them people that instant thing that they were craving. Well, it's yeah. giving and them, it's, but it's, it's giving, giving them, them instant information. Yeah. So that they can soothe their anxieties because they're going, they're anxious of when is this person going to get back? They want certainty. Yeah. We as humans like to know what to expect. We like certainty predictability. Mm -hmm. So when your autoresponder says, hey, 
received your message in my inbox. I respond to emails every day between five and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I will get back to you then. They're like, oh, okay. Thank <sighs> you so much. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, I just feel like it's enabling. I, it's, I don't think <laughs> I it's calm down and I'm happy to use it because it prevents me from feeling this overwhelming like anxiety about not re- being so responsive. Like it's helped me control like my stuff. Yeah. And I'm happy to have that. Thanks for listening. Connect with us at girlswhodostuff.com. Subscribe to our email list for fun announcements and leave us a review. It helps other people find our stuff. We would be so grateful to you for taking those actions so we can get this out into the world and change more lives. I am Jenny Midgley. I am Sarah Madras. And and you you do do you, boo. We love making this stuff for you. You can help us out by subscribing to this podcast and follow us on social media. 